Hey everyone, this is Trauma Drama, and we are your hosts, Kaylee and Nick, and this is where we discuss surviving adulthood. We can probably agree that we're all pretty fucked up and that it affects us every day, whether we know it or not. I used to think that wasn't me, but if you come from a family, live in our society, go to school, experience love, sex, and friendships, then you're in the right place. Kay and I are going to break down everyday life and problems that come from managing your drama post-trauma. Let's fucking do it. and welcome back to Trauma Drama. I am fucking stoked to be here. Nick and I took a week off and I'm feeling super re-energized, super excited. We're going to have a super raunchy episode today. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, it's going to be a great show. So on today's episode of Trauma Drama, we are going to start off with uh, Trauma or Drama brought to you by Kaylee. And then we are going to go into our main topic today, which is about sexual exploration. And then we're finishing with a surprise topic. So, Kaylee, what is the title of your trauma or drama today? So, you know, Nick, it's funny that you ask because as I was preparing the show, the only thing I could think to title it was Kaylee Walks Into a Gay Bar. Yes. <laughs> and I, you could imagine what happens after that. So I, my trauma or drama is a compilation of like little snippets of a bunch of different stories. So there is, because I live in the city of Colorado Springs, which is not a gay city there no. is one gay bar okay okay <laughs> one gay bar in all of colorado springs not very inclusive it is not very inclusive i think i i don't understand why there's only one but it is probably the most amazing place in all of space and time is it like um, the cow shed version of it, a gay bar it is it is all of the bartenders one are beautiful Okay. Two are incredibly seasoned and talented singers. So they literally will have a free microphone whilst pouring drinks, just belting out. So they're they're singing while they're pouring drinks. Yes. That's crazy. Like literally, someone's taking my order and someone comes up and hands them a microphone and they're like, one second, gotta get this first. (laughs) I'm like, what? That's the coolest thing ever. Oh, that's crazy. I'm like, I'm the perfect audience for that kind of shit, too, because all I want to do is, you know, sing and dance. So naturally, Absolutely. it's like my favorite place to go. It's my favorite place to go with my lovers. It's my favorite place to bring folks when they come to visit while they're in it town. It sounds like if live. you were a sitcom, yeah. this would be your, like, hangout. It would be, like, the bar that we film at, yeah. Yes, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And so I think that's, like, the moral of this trauma or drama is, like, yes, it has become my place to go to Mm -hmm. and because of that i have started to make friends there okay and have started to see humans there that i have had relations with have started to see humans have started to see humans there that have gotten my number from the last time i was there and was really drunk (laughs) texted them and then i see them and then they try to follow me on instagram and then i i and so it's just all of this like ah, like i make all these poor decisions while being drunk and then well you also are just like this this person who's like let me spread my web everywhere not not in like a sexual way i don't know you don't really shoot out webs i guess men anymore web shooters i mean exactly yes but you like just cast your net everywhere and then now you're like oh wait some of these lines this didn't really pan out every single time this this one got a little twisted this one i'm not sure about and So like, and I wouldn't say like some of the connections that I have made there have been so wonderful and so like genuine and amazing and, um, others I have, 
like when Sierra and Kayla came to visit, I met this wonderful couple and lied to them the entire time that Sierra was my wife. Uh, <laughs> right. Okay. And so I just like, I don't know. I think my, my question about the trauma or drama is like, how do I maintain, you know, these good relationships with friends that I have met at this place, but also knowing that, like, some of these people might have, like, interest in me and maybe I've had interest in them. And how do I navigate, like, being at a, a gay bar and being in a queer space, like, wanting to go back to that space, but not, like... I just like, feel like that's... You, you're doing what you should... Like, that's the only place you could be doing what you're doing. Yeah. I don't. I feel like you're not doing anything wrong. You're being queer, right? Okay. That's not a bad okay. thing, right? You're, you got yeah. your, you know, your pen and every and every ink you can put it in. You know, you're just having a good time. That's true. No, I definitely am, and I. I guess my nervousness is around like I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I right. Do, right. I don't want to do this wrong, but I've also like I've never really been in a queer space like. In yeah. uh, in grad school, there wasn't really like a, a gay bar that we went to, and um, you know there wasn't a, like a place that I could go to meet queer humans. And now I have this amazing space. I yeah. meet a lot of great people, um, but it's like I get nervous like when interacting with people that I have seen before because I don't know. I I've never been a regular somewhere. I don't yeah, know how to, how right. to do that. It's yeah. It is kind of weird because you don't want a bad <laughs> rap, you know, you don't want Right? To... Yeah, exactly. And I don't want to, I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> it's very stressful and confusing, but also so fun because I have a crush on every single yeah. bartender slash performer there. And like they, uh, it's just a really fun environment. Maybe you could be so. like the the hipster flirt, you know, you're just. I'm. That's kind of what I'm leading towards. I have, I mean, I've never been approached in play, in like. Like, obviously, going out to bars in San Diego is a little bit different, but, like, I've never been approached at a bar the way that I've been approached at this kind of Really? Bar. So, yeah, it's very, very different. It's very interesting. Well, we're but... a California sixes, but Colorado tens. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, yeah. If that isn't the fucking truth, I don't know what is. And I will also add, I this might be controversial, but I feel like I am, like, in straight relationships, like a hetero six <laughs> and also oh, like a queer 10. I feel I like that. Yeah, I and, think you're yeah. the epitome of the American <laughs> dream of being queer. I just got very red saying that out loud because I don't even know if that's true or if that's a thing. I'm figuring out how to be gay, everybody. I'm working on it. Yeah, Please you're. Me. She's a new gay. She's trying to. I'm a new gay. The new, working uh, it out. Remember the new girl scene? What kind of gay are you? Still, Don't put me in a box. We hate being put in a box. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing us gay men hate more. Oh my god! Did you know that it's being taken off of Netflix? What? When? Can you believe that? January. No. Yeah. It, it replaced Friends for me. I've like I watched know. it like ten times all the way through now. It's, it's uh, very devastating. It's just I want to emotionally prepare you. But yeah. Thanks. Anyway. Oh my god. I know. Um, trauma or drama? What do you, what do you think? <laughs> I don't think that one's a whole lot of trauma. Yeah, I think a hundred percent drama. I think your people pleasing, you uh, know, serialness might be stemmed from trauma. But I think well, you're just yeah. like you're in like a new space where it's okay for you to be doing like weird and like that's the space. <laughs> like you're yeah. Does a fish know it's in water? Like you're in a space. <laughs> like everybody else is probably like, yeah, this is totally normal, and you're like freaking out. But and I'm like, what do I do? Yeah, no. Ah. 
Ah, oh, thank you. I appreciate that. But that is my trauma drama. I he love walks it. walks into a gay bar. What well, uh, no, it's awesome <laughs> because our main topic for the day, again, is sexual exploration. So I, I knew like it would fit perfectly. Yeah, I know. Uh-huh. It's perfect. Please take it away. Yeah, so I wanted to talk about sexual exploration today because it's definitely something that I have found myself doing lately, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, Being in a polyamorous relationship is something that's very new. And then even in that, like, we've talked about different things that we would like to explore or try. Um, And, like, I'll definitely get into the nitty-gritty as we talk about the, the topic. But I think I wanted to bring it to you and I because I think so much of, like, exploring sexually can definitely be triggering it can be traumatizing um I know that there's a lot of things that I cannot or like don't want to engage in sex wise because of previous sexual trauma so I think sex lives in of course like our pleasure center which is controlled by our amygdala which is where trauma lives as well so they live very close next to each other um but I I think yeah yeah that's crazy um But all things like that, I think it comes with a lot of touchy conversations. Like, how do you talk to your partner about what you want to explore? And um, how how do you get, like, rejected from wanting to try something? You know, like, I think there's a lot of different things that come come with this. So I will say, as we move forward, this will be explicit. So my listeners that do (laughs) not want to hear our explicit stuff. Yeah, it might not be a (laughs) family-friendly episode. (laughs) This might not be the episode for you. Um, but I think the first thing I want to ask and for us to talk about is like trying new things. Like when have we done them? Have they gone right or wrong? Like, what do you, what do you think? Do you have any? I, I want to start at my like first couple sexual encounters. Like I just, just figured out because I have like a funny, I don't know, a funny image popped in my head. I would always (laughs) check the condom I used. really triple times at like we're done it's post-sex and i'm like well making sure i came in the condom like i was always really (laughs) paranoid about that and even i would go dig it out of the trash and check again i was was yeah i was really weird about that interesting i don't know why that just popped in my head you were using a lot of protection but i think that's you bring up a really good point that even like first sexual encounters can be considered like trying new things you yeah know, like, and traumatizing i mean a little yeah. some things are scary i was like i was not ready even though i was i should i don't know like what tell me tell i just me, feel me. like society like pressured me into being ready but i wasn't quite ready yet uh, like these these were women and i was just like i felt yeah. like a little boy still and i was but i don't know you do have to grow up eventually right so i mean I'm sorry to hear that you felt pressured that is not the way that you should ever feel about sex and I know. that really really sucks and I'm I'm sad to hear that but yes I think that those sort of things are traumatizing like anytime you get pressured into sex you know it's not yeah. considered consent so I think like those are traumatizing things to to manage and I'm sorry to hear that you were navigating that but I think like for men sex is such a heavy and big thing like men having not had sex are stigmatized like you know folks that haven't had sex until a certain age or like you know like women are supposed to save themselves and it's supposed to be this like pure sort of encounter but you also have to be super please be super slutty but also be a virgin 
So just you have to be really good at sex, yeah. but never have had it. Just watch porn <laughs> and memorize the moves and positions and timing. But masturbation, no, no, <laughs> don't touch yourself. Hell no, that's crazy. Uh, you orgasming, get out of town. <laughs> oh, geez. But I think that's you make a really good point. We took it all the way back to like first, first encounters. I know that's uh, it was fun and exciting, but it also very like I don't know, just scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was the first in my friend group to have sex. And mm. I think I've talked about that in other um, in other episodes of, like, yeah. the pressure then of, like, you being the first person and, like, tell me about what it's like and teach me and talk to me about this. Yeah. And I'd always wondered if that was the same for good old Lance Jackson, who I lost my virginity <laughs> to. And, like, you know, that friend group, like, I always wondered, like, did all of his guy friends, like, ask him about sex because he was the first person having sex? Or did they, like, give him a hard time about sex? You know, I, I always wonder. Yeah, I mean, I feel One like... One day I'll ask him. Yeah, I feel like close, like, in close quarters, guys will talk about it. Or, like, in a, even a more intimate setting, guys will talk about, mm-hmm. like, positions. Like, hey, bro, you should try this one. Or, hey, mm. this was, like, she did this to me. It was incredible. Or, yeah. Kinda in terms like those. But I did have other guys making fun of me when I would turn down girls. Interesting. Yeah, who were very forward when I was, like... A freshman in high school and I was absolutely not ready then and they were like throwing them mm-hmm. I would say throwing themselves at me not in like a douchey way it was just like mm-hmm. it was very clear almost it went over my head and where older guys were having to tell me what was going on kind of so I just was clueless so I don't mean throwing themselves at me like I was some catch I just I just had no idea what was happening yet yeah so yeah, 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 and they yeah. were then when I would turn that down or shy away from it then I would get like I, I don't really think I was called gay, but it was definitely like, like, like it could be assumed. I never actually had like had a real issues, but it was definitely like, I could feel it in the air of being brought up. Yeah, that's so, ugh, I'm also sorry to hear that. That sucks. And like, I wonder, you know, all of these early experiences that we have with sex or talking about sex, like, of course, that's going to impact how we talk to our partners mm-hmm. in these intimate like conversations about sex or about trying new things. Cause if you, you know, are rejected, I mean, it's a tale as old as time in the trauma yeah. world. If you're rejected by the people that are supposed to accept you first. Seems pretty obvious. You're going to have a hard time. <laughs> Someone uh, at my work, he's kind of, he's sarcastic. He's funny. He's walking around. Someone says something mean. He's like, dude, who hurt you? And I, I'm always like, uh, <laughs> the people who are supposed to love me the most. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, shit. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I didn't mean to make that a thing. Oh, geez. Okay. I mean, yeah. So with that in mind, like, I mean, I can say, let's see, like the first time I can, I can start if you want. I don't even remember the question. So you might have to. The repeating the question then is like, what was it like for the first time you wanted to try something new or explore sexually? Like, what was it and how did it go? Gotcha. Okay. Do you want to go? I can I can go first. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking about the first time that I wanted to try something new. I mean, it's pretty easy for me because my answer is women. Like the first thing yeah, I wanted to try. It's funny because my my answer is also with women. women. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that we are on I the same page. Like Nick. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yes, my first like sexual encounter with a woman was very scary and like very new and even the first I would say even the first like like four or five encounters I had with women they were pretty spaced apart right yeah pretty spaced apart but we're like I was always very intoxicated and that was like a hard thing 
for me because I didn't get to talk about the things I wanted to talk about of like, what do you like? What are you interested gotcha. in? Or like, how do we want this to go? Like, I don't want to just fuck the way that women fucking porn. Like, I want to yeah. do different things or let's try this or that. But um, I think like the things that went well for me was like, this is luckily I felt like, oh, this is what I anticipated it would be like. Like okay. being with a woman, it like makes sense or like I get it and it like kind of comes naturally and this is great. It feels and right. It feels right. Yes. Like I'm enjoying it. I'm into it. Like I think that was the part that I was nervous about was like, am I going to like it as much as I think I'm going to? Like, is it going to be as enjoyable as I think it's going to be? But I think that's like the overarching scariness scariness the overarching scariness of any new sexual encounter <laughs> yeah am i gonna like it as much as i think i'm gonna like it yes um, no i i agree yeah. with that i mean porn especially highlights stuff and you're like mm-hmm. i just don't okay i'll try it and you're like that was that actually was painful like it didn't yeah right like, some things hurt and it's like i don't know how those guys right. withstand that like don't don't bite my balls please i don't need that like, <laughs> but like that's in some fucking videos that pop up it's yeah no and i think like that's a very good, like, next topic. If you don't have an example or if you don't want to share one, like. Um, what was the question again? <laughs> so I'm not just joking. I'm sorry. Nick! I'm sorry. I'm a little high. It's my day off. I know. I was going to say, stop getting stoned for a report. No, keep, always be stoned. It opens me up. It gets me loose. I believe it. I, believe, I wish I was a little bit tipsy right now, but yeah. I have to go to the gym. It's good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, the question was when like talk about a time that you've explored sexually okay has it gone how has it gone well it's cool because i i'm married so i get to sexually explore with my wife mm-hmm. which is i would say different than sexually exploring with like maybe just uh not a one night stand but someone who you mm-hmm. may want to be a sexual partner with for a little bit yes so i guess what i really tried to explore like earlier in life when i was still in high school with my like one sexual partner that i got to like practice being good mm. at sex which is i would say it did come with like a little bit of exploring but it was more so like sure it actually was exploring for the girl in some ways like okay how mm. can i do this because before her i was very like i i, I don't want to say selfish but i didn't mm. know that it was also my responsibility for the girl like i was just immature i didn't know yet so well, I, yeah and like how how could you that comes right. with so much of how we stigmatize sex in society yeah. so exactly yeah. so once i kind of figured it out i was like okay like let's try to figure out how we can make this pleasurable for both of us and mm. then it got really it got fun and then we would try new mm. positions and different so things. fun so, yeah that was cool and actually sometimes with in, with my wife in earlier stages when i would ask for a correction or try something new she had some issues feeling good enough mm. Like she thought it was her fault, and I had to kind of explain to her that like this has nothing to do with you. Everything's great. I just want to try mm-hmm. something. Like yeah, there's no one else for me to try something with. Like and it was kind of like it was a little weird at first, but now I, now things are awesome. But. I can relate to that on such a deep level. Like I I think growing up, you said it perfectly earlier. Like women are expected to just be good and yeah. to know exactly what to do in all settings, and in a like in a moment where you want something different which you're totally entitled to want like you don't you you don't even have to have an explanation as to why Mm -hmm. you want something different but it it always for me used to feel like oh my god i didn't just know i didn't just know what to do i didn't just know like how to go about this or how to please another person or make them happy and like um i spent a lot of time when i was sleeping with men 
like chasing orgasms. Like I, gotcha. all I want to do is give this man an orgasm so that we can be done and I don't have to do anything else. Mm. And they think it's great and yada, yada, yada. And like that is, that was such a hard thing for me to get past in my sexual life is like, it doesn't have to be about the orgasm. It can just be about the pleasure. And I learned that a lot by sleeping with women. So. Yeah. Wow. That's funny. Cause sometimes Kayla now has gone back to what you were trying to avoid. Chase. Chasing the orgasm, I'm like okay, let's just get this, orgasm. just get this done, and it's let's like, get over with. And I'm like, yep, yep please, I'm, I, got <laughs> shit, I got shit to do today, you know. So, I think that's like a little cool thing about being married. Marriage, yeah. And I, I could imagine, like, in a really committal sexual relationship, like, there's an unlimited amount of time. Like, yeah, you can you can have different kinds of sex on different days, and like, yeah, and like it's you fun said, to like do whatever you want. Yeah, we started yeah. talking about that too. Like, hey, well, is this just for me, or is this is this for both of us? Like, mm. what what do you what do you have time for? So, yeah, and like, what do you have the social? What do you have the emotional energy for? Because I know I kind of talked a little bit about it in the solo I just did. That emotional energy. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Um, okay, I want to talk about now, like when sexual exploration goes wrong. Yeah. <laughs> And again, end up in the ER. A, a trigger warning <laughs> for those that, um, you know, this is supposed to be a sort of sexual exploration um, that doesn't result in trauma. So for uh, for folks that have explored sexually and have experienced trauma, um, trigger warning to you all because this can be definitely a touchy subject. Um, especially like your, uh, your sex choke story? Like the sex joke story. From like the friend when, you met. Oh, my God. When murder is involved. <laughs> oh but just just be advised, um, this might have some triggers in it for you. So um, I think I can think of like four times. I, like I can think of so many times. Really? My head. Yes. Like there has been so many times where sexual exploration has gone wrong for me. And some of them are new and some of them are old. Um, like the first one I could think about, which I remember specifically talking to you about Nick when we were in college, What? it was when I was considering having anal. Oh my God. Do you remember that? Kind of. <laughs> Tell me more. What you great, what like, great advice did young 17 year old Nick oh give you? God. Nah, you I, was, to... I was like 19. Well, you were obsessed with like, you remember the bowling ball? Oh my God. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Wow. I was so ahead of my time. (laughs) Nick used to literally ask me to get bowling ball. And I was like, oh, Nick, stop. Because nobody else would engage with you except for me. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I knew. I knew we had something Uh, I knew. We should have started a podcast a while ago. I know. If we did this podcast in college, I think we would be so famous. We're all literally like, we're post- podcasts weren't even that big yet. They were, you know, I know fuck. we're post the collegiate times now, yeah. but anyway, um, that was a horrible experience. Like I remember, like at that time, one I was having sex without lube, like a fucking maniac. Yeah, it's kind of weird. And thank you, Nick. That's not the response. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Is uh, it a safe space, please? Sorry. Yeah, no, it's totally fine that you were having dry sex. Dry anal. <laughs> oh, my God. Ugh. I know. That's weird. Horrible, horrible, horrible experience. I was wondering you using um, hand sanitizer, at least. The person you were doing that with. I was just going to say, and the person that I was doing it with was someone that was very particular. Like, it was a, it was a no, not only was it a no kiss sex, but it was a no kiss what is that noise? Experience. 
It's Millie. I'm sorry. I okay. just was about to fix it. No, it's chewing fine. on a really hard toy. Yeah, no kiss anal. Right? Ass mouth Can't badge. get more romantic than that. <laughs> but um, I think like that in that experience, the hardest part for me was communicating with my partner about what I wanted or what I, I didn't want. And at yeah. that time, I, I hadn't been educated the way I am now about consent and what feels good and what's important about like having good sex. And so, again, I was in that moment of like, well, if it makes it makes him feel good. I will just, I'll wait it out until he's done. And like, <laughs> fuck, I was having horrible sex and I didn't yeah. even know it. That's crazy. Yeah. But like not yeah. for like, I mean, that was only what, five years ago maybe? Mm-hmm. How far mm-hmm. like you've come, but like yeah. society, like I I think I've mentioned it. Like how do I want to raise my daughter? I'm not really yeah. sure yet, but I want her to mm-hmm. be able to be sexually free. Mm-hmm. But, it, you know, it's still in my head. Like I don't want her to be a slut. Oh, you know what Nick. I mean? I know, but it's it's too it's hardwired in my head. But now I have this new opportunity to change the way I think. So, it, mm-hmm. what might happen? I just back. I just let my wife take care of it. But <laughs> I want to be supportive and be there for her. Yeah. But I don't know if I can if I can do it. I think I might do more harm being involved than good. Oh my gosh, I totally disagree. I think that you are capable of more things than you think that you are, and I think you. As a father figure talking to a young woman about sex is so important because I say again, if you are unable to talk about it at a young age, how are you expected to talk about it at an older age? And especially with someone That's a good who's the point. opposite sex, you know, like being able to have conversations with important figures in your life, especially important figures that are the opposite sex about sex and sexy stuff. Like, God, I wish I would have had that because I remember like, I remember thinking talking to men about sex is so weird, but yeah. I'm having sex with men. Like, why is that? Doesn't make any That's sense. That's a good point. So, um, I, think, I have a question. So, my mom would yeah. call me sexy. That's sexualizing me, right? That's weird. Yes. That's okay. weird. Caleb brought it to my attention. I did. I had no idea. Yeah. She was doing it my you. whole life. I had no idea. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, saying things like, oh, you're so good looking. You must have good genes. You know, like, that's a jokey. Yeah, no. Like, it was like but straight up just calling me sexy so yeah that's i'm sorry nick that is inappropriate yeah i didn't I, it always felt weird but i was just like if she's doing it like it totally was this i think stockholm syndrome where it was like you yeah. grew up in it so you never noticed that it was wrong mm. i think i'm using that term right yeah so oh well Yeesh. i haven't brought we'll up talk my about that more yet, so we'll talk, well, yeah we'll talk about that more off the air yeah <laughs> i don't have anything to add to it because i don't know anything else just besides okay. hey that was wrong oh okay yeah. cheers um i want to make space for you but i want to move on because no 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 i don't need to t- i don't need okay. to talk about okay. it more. okay i really okay. have nothing else to add i just was okay. like that happened wanted to double check with you gotcha <laughs> um more things that have gone wrong for me is a, a most recent episode um mm. this happened just like gosh two a month no i'm really bad with time you know yeah yeah we were time. both disassociated with time yeah, however many months ago, moons, days, yeah. years, not years. Um, but me and Zach and Arion dabbled in some group sex. Like brought in another human. Oh, okay. I was like, wasn't it already yes. group sex? <laughs> yes. Dabbled in some group sex. Gotcha. And wow. um it was not fun for me. Was this other human a male? 
a woman. Dude, hold on. Zach's just living the life. Right? <laughs> I know. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> but hey, get in here. <laughs> I don't think I've actually even told Kayla about this, which is I, crazy. But no, it, it, motherfucker. it's... Motherfucker. <laughs> I'm so, so jealous. Yes, Give me a second. It was me. Okay, sorry. It was... Are you ready? Uh, okay. He's just having me. sex with three women, and he's just like, yeah, it was a Tuesday. Yeah, literally. So annoying. Yeah. I hope he appreciates it. Oh, he does. He he's just living every does. man's dream. I, Zach, if you're listening. God damn it, Zach. I was expecting it to be like, no, we brought in another male, and Zach got pegged, and he was having no. a hard time. But nope, he's just no. fucking living no. in the Muslim yes. heaven. I had the I had the hard time, so it was it was me who had the issue, and that was I think that was the hardest part is because I was the only one who was not having fun in the room. Okay. So and the reason was because the style of sex that this new person brought in was not necessarily my style, and we didn't get to have a conversation about it because we were you know we were drunk. We had brought mm-hmm. this person home from the bar, literally, yeah. and um, I didn't get a chance to really talk about it, and it's like. This person was, uh, like, an amazing human. We all hit it off. Like, I hit on her first, and, like, it was so, so good. She's so beautiful. It was really fun. And then we got home and started, like, actually doing the sex stuff, and I was like, oh, you don't have the same style of sex as I do. Gotcha, yeah. doesn't work for me, um, which was fine, but then it also, like, ended up being just, like, dyads next to each other, you know? No. So, like, in a threesome, everybody engages yes. all together. So, you're saying there's but, two people over here having sex, two people over here having sex? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And that wasn't really my vibe either of, like, I'm very much not like, an all-together or else type of person. You yeah, know? yeah, that makes sense. Otherwise, it's just mm-hmm. kind of like an orgy. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I just kind of removed myself from the situation, and then, um, I don't know, it took me a while to process, like, how I was feeling and why I was feeling the way that it was, but really, it just came down to, like, I didn't have the same style as this person and like that's okay but um it definitely was like oh i don't like this and we're trying something new and i didn't like it and how do i handle it and how do i remove myself but it was the um it was the person that you brought in maybe so not the not the event itself that's good yeah but like i said like this person was an amazing person but just didn't have the same like we were into the same things sex-wise yeah in no way do i want this to sound like advice i have no clue what i'm talking about but I wonder if you guys would eventually, probably what they did for you was like screen you, like to see like a, mm. before bringing you into the bedroom, like, can we yeah. do it? Okay, let's do it. Instead right? of the, maybe the the pickup at the bar scene, because you chance mm-hmm. what happened to you. Like, how does a th- threesome of people pick up a person at the bar? Like, that's never been heard of before, at least yeah. in my sexual No, I mean. Uh, we did it. Yeah, that's awesome. We did it. Yeah, it was crazy. Fuck you, Zach. (laughs) (laughs) And so I think, like, those are my... I have more things that have gone wrong, but um, do you have anything else you want to add? Has anything gone wrong for you? I mean, there was one time where I was really drunk and I had trying to have sex with this... Having sex with this girl and, like, dude, she, like, just... As soon as it started, I was like, huh, I think I just came. And she was like, what do you mean you think? And I was like, I... I, I don't know. I was so drunk. I had no idea if I had camera or not, but something felt good. And then I, and then it didn't feel good afterwards. And that usually happens. But I was like, I don't, I didn't feel like I came. I missed the orgasm part, but everything else feels like, and then I was like, 
uh, yeah, I think I'm done. And like, it was, oh no! And I don't even. Th- and I was like, I don't know where the condom went. It came off because we were both drunk. And I was like, mm. I don't. She's like, did you did you come inside me? And I'm like, uh-huh, I don't even know that. And I was. So she's like, okay, well now let's go get Plan B. And I'm like, okay, here's. Uh, I only have twenty bucks. Well, I had. Nick. I had forty oh, bucks. My God. I had forty bucks, and I said, you know, I kind of need the other twenty. So I only gave. I said twenty. I gave her twenty. And I said, if she really needs it, she'll she'll buy it herself. I was an asshole. I was a piece of shit. Back then. I have a lot of issues with your story. Was, and yeah. what part of that is sexual exploration? That's just a sex story. <laughs> that was a good story. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I can't stand you. I was really good at like getting the girl, getting her in the bedroom, initiating yeah. the sex, but then the sex part I was really bad at. Shoot. Do you so, feel like you're better now? Yeah, no, I'm I, I'm better now. It's just, oh, good. it was, that this was all prior, that one girl when her and I started practicing and just getting yeah. the reps really was, it was all about like, getting the reps. no, like, oh, okay, I feel like I'm going to come. Why don't I just slow down for a second? I don't, yes. I don't have to keep going and push through this. Like, I'm not a god. Like, I think We're not chasing orgasms. That was yes. the, my huge, like, mind-blowing experience was, like, uh-huh. when you feel like you have to come, Nick, just stop. Like, yes. it was like I, I was waiting for one day for me to be able to just hump like a rabbit and not come. Like, I assumed mm. older men did or men who were good mm. at sex. I was like, that's what I was waiting for. And I never came. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. I, guess, I guess this makes sense. And I think even a step further, people that are really good at having sex, like you think you're about to come, you switch it up and you do something to pleasure the other person. Yeah. And then ex- go back and then vice versa. Yes. And it's like, I always take breaks yeah. and go down mm-hmm. and pleasure my yes. beautiful wife because. Oh, so amazing. No, yeah. I need, I need that break. And also like porn, the way they tie yeah. all those scenes together, the guy looks like he's going for like 45 Humping minutes like straight. A yeah. yeah, but he's yeah. not. So. You watch 45 minute porn. No, I never watched the whole thing, but I know okay. they're 45 minutes long. <laughs> I was going to say, if that is the case, we have some things to yeah, do. Yeah, no, my, I, I'm very busy. <laughs> Watch 45 minutes. Yeah, I love the story. Oh, God. Oh, man. Um, cool. So the last thing I want to talk about is like, you're trying new things or you want to try new things. How do you communicate that to oh, your perfect. partners? Um, and I have something new that I'm excited to try that I'm like really excited to communicate to my partners, but, um, do you have something you want to add first? Yeah. So my, I I tried to communicate some stuff with Kayla. Um, again, this is not current. This is in the past and she accidentally sex shamed me, not meaning Mm. to. So I brought up, so, I mean, basically she did like, like, no, that's terrible. We're not doing that. No. Mm. and mm. I brought up to my counselor and my counselor said she she isn't allowed to do that in these marriage mm. rules like so I don't know if it changed like literally from now we're married like now there are these rules but my these are my counselor's words she said Kayla's not really allowed to say no in in certain ways if it doesn't cause her any harm danger mm. she has an obligation that she signed up for so obviously that's a little bit like I'm okay with Kayla saying no, she doesn't want to do something. But the part of like, it wasn't just no. She kind of went and talked about how negative it was and how bad it was. And it's like, well, if I'm into that, it's not fair for you to say it's bad or it's wrong. Like that's not not fair. So like, that's the part that we are working with. Not the other part. Like she, she can say no. I don't, I don't mind. It wasn't like, she wasn't saying like, no, like Nick, you can, you can rape your wife. It wasn't anything like that. It was just more so like, Nick, she does have to be okay with you asking to do stuff because yes. she's your yes. wife kind of thing. 
Yes. No, I think that I think that makes a lot of sense. Like um, when, but it also, I guess there's two sides of it, right? If you have one partner, two partners, multiple partners, um, like it's the side of how you ask or approach the conversation. Mm-hmm. And then, then it's the other side of like, if you're the partner or partners, how do you receive that information? How do you yeah. process that? So I wonder like, yes, there shouldn't be a space to be like, ew, or shame, or like, that's gross. But they're also, yes, we should celebrate no's and understand, like, that those are okay and that that no's are just fine. But I wonder, like, how, like, how do you ask in a a way that, like, makes sense? Like, do you ask... I'm trying to think, like, do you do you ask while you're, like, naked about to have sex? Do you ask, like, over morning coffee? You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I is... like to do it in a, in, a, in a, like, I preface it, like, hey, I, this, mm. is, this is a safe place. Like, yeah. hey, our sex has been great. Everything's great. Yeah. I just want to try this. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. Um, or I'll show her, like, a video of what I want to try. So mm. she has a visual aid to figure it out. Yeah. I do. I and don't really you... do it during sex. Okay, that makes sense. Are you try- are you wanting to try like new positions or like new toys or new things? Like- I'm not really into toys. She likes toys, mm. so I'm and yeah. I also had to like it was the same thing. Like I was no. Yeah. No, yep. no, no toys. And then when like my mm-hmm. counselor told me that, I was like, "Hey, like sorry I said no to those toys. Like let's try it. If you want to try it, like let's mm-hmm. try it." Mm-hmm. So, I think there is a lot to that because so fun. If your spouse is saying no, but you're together forever like that doesn't seem fair that you just now no longer get to Mm. get to do that like if it doesn't cause someone harm or pain or any emotional distress if they just like don't want to do it i don't know it's just like Mm. at what point do you just put yourself aside right and i think i hope i think what i'm hearing is like we both know consent is non-negotiable like consent is the most important thing when engaging in sex but like of course, interests ebb mm-hmm. and flow. Like one day I might be into something, and then in the next day maybe I'm into something yeah. else. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like. There's so many, yeah. There's so many things about that, and I think um, understanding like more of what you're interested in and why could help, you know, enlighten that. Yeah, and, I and think having I've like to the so safe many... place to discuss it. Yes, yes, and I think I, I've talked to you so many times about sex, love, and goop. I know you probably haven't watched it yet. <laughs> no, I haven't watched it yet. Nick, you gotta go watch it. It's so good. Because the, the sexual blueprint, like, is an amazing way to navigate different sexual exploration. So for our listeners, if you haven't watched Sex, Love, and Goop and you're interested in sexual exploration, like, please go watch it. It's so good. Um, but if you are someone who's really into a certain type of sex and this other person isn't, like, yeah, you're never going to get them to, like, have the sex that they both want yeah. like for this other person that like Zach and Ariane and myself brought into the bedroom. Like I'm not interested in continuing to have sexual relations with that person because that wasn't the sex that I like wanted or needed in that yeah. moment. And that's okay. But, and that, and that might change, right? Like there's so many different things or layers to that. But, um, the sexual blueprint talks about how different people have different sexual wants or needs. And there's five different categories, like five love languages. I've talked to you about. Yeah. That. Yeah. 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 Um, so it just might not be like a mesh of those two things, you know? Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Yeah. Do you have anything else but you want to add to this? Topic? I do. Yeah. I do. There is this I a, a great practice that I have used in previous relationships. Um, there is this online quiz that you can take 
and it's basically like a try new things in sex sort of quiz. And um, I can't think of it off the top of my head, and I can definitely go back and look look at it, but um, or look it up rather. Sorry. But basically, one partner takes the quiz anonymously, and the other partner takes the same quiz anonymously. And there's all these different types of like sexual things that you can try, like take it, like taking naked pictures of each other, or like having sex in public, or using vibrators, or whatever it is. And um, each person can choose yes, no, or maybe, and then it gives you the results only of the yeses and oh, the maybes. That's cool. So it, it doesn't even show you the no's. And if one person says yes and the other says no, then you also don't see that. So it only shows up like all of these things that both you and your partner could like say yes to, but there's not the pressure of being like, Will you do this? Like yeah. what do you think? So that's a really, really cool tool to that's use. That's really cool. Yeah. I use that with my my previous my most recent partner and it was pretty successful so sweet yeah what was it called yeah but that's but you don't know right? I, d- I don't know what no, it's, it's called okay. well, it's but it's it's like a sexual exploration quiz okay i'm sure it'll come up yeah Might yeah do it. yeah you gotta do it you gotta do it it's so fun so do, fun. do you want to go into our surprise topic yes let's do it do you want to bring it up whoa you're letting me introduce yeah the topic? you can do whoa. it You'd never let me introduce the topic. I can't it's very fucking, exciting. I can't see it. Oh, you can't do two things at once. Yeah. No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm too hot. Okay. Um, so our surprise topic was written in by a listener. So Sophie, if you are listening, thank you Woo-hoo. for writing this in. We're excited that you are listening and excited that we can talk about something that's important to you. So the surprise topic is the word shame. Shame. Like from Game of Thrones. Ring the bell. Shame. shame. I love shame. that. Shame. <laughs> <laughs> so when it comes to shame, um, this listener wants to know how or why does it manifest for us um, and how do we deal with it? I kind of need to define this. Okay. Define shame. Shame definition. A painful feeling of humiliation or distress caused by the consciousness of wrong or foolish behavior. <laughs> Ooh. 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 One of the first things that I learned about shame was in a counseling session, and um, it was when I was really, really young, and I was I was working with my first counselor about things with my parents, and I felt a lot of shame about like the way that my mom was, or the way that my parents were, you know, in public, or the way they were perceived by other people, and my therapist always like would repeat this one slogan and it's like stuck in my head forever but she would ask me like she's like Kaylee what does that emotion give you what does that emotion teach you what does that emotion tell you about yourself and we would go through it and she would ask me all these questions and we would land on this idea that like shame does nothing for nobody like shame does not do anything for anyone other than make you feel like shit like does it teach you a lesson does it you know like again i think about game of thrones does it teach you a lesson like does it teach you anything if you're yelling at someone walking naked down the street yeah it does (laughs) (laughs) but like i i think like that was a really powerful way for me to interact with shame especially as a young person um and thinking about like why does it exist like does it actually change our actions or behavior or does it just make us feel like shit that's crazy i don't yeah um i don't have shame <laughs> i don't remember ever i don't remember ever feeling sh- shamed it's your god complex talking nick <laughs> oh, fuck. um i think my mom made me feel shamed mm. about like being angry with her 
Mm. And then after that, I was like, well, I guess I can't ever do that. So I never felt shamed again. Um, yeah. No, I feel shamed when I do something that could have got someone really hurt. Um, mm. Like when I was an EMT and I almost tipped the ambulance. I, when I think about it, I get like this sick yeah. pit in my stomach. Um, Can you look up the definition of guilt? Because I would love to know the difference between guilt and shame as emotions. Yeah. Guilt is a feeling you get when you did something wrong or perceived you did something wrong. Shame is a feeling that your whole self is wrong and it may not be related to specific behavior or event. Ah, uh, uh, ooh, yeah. very good. No, that makes a lot of sense because I feel like, for example, the, the times that I have felt shame in my life other than, you know, growing up with the parents that I did was um, related to my body. Like, feeling a lot of body shame and body shame is encompassing of like my whole body. Yeah. But I feel like guilty feelings if I ever like binge eat or don't eat gotcha. enough or, you know, like have disordered eating patterns. Like I feel guilty about my actions, but yeah, shame consumes your whole yeah. thing. That, make, that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, I'm thinking, I don't think besides that memory of me being a kid, I don't think I felt mm. shame then. It's got to yeah. be... Like my counselor would always say, like you had a higher self, like that taught you right and wrong, because obviously your parents didn't. Mm -hmm. So I just had like the sense of right. So if I was always heading towards that goal, I never felt shame towards like my whole being, except for when my mm -hmm. mom did did shit like that. But and guilt, I, I guess, I feel all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think, and it's so interesting that you say that and and talk about it in that way because it makes me want to put on my like social justice glasses and look through this lens of like I wonder if shame lives in the margins you know not to say that anyone that lives in the margins or exists in the margins should ever feel shameful about anything about their identity or body or um skin color ethnicity anything like that but like I think those feelings of encompassing or like your whole body being overflowed with a certain feeling yeah of course, so many, you know, white cis men wouldn't necessarily feel shame in a lot of ways about who they are because there is no yeah. society that's telling them to feel yeah. this way about themselves. Like, or until I, the last, you know, this, these last movements, I yeah. read the Spider-Man meme, the pointing, like I could see mm. myself feeling like oh, I'm ashamed to be white right now and pointing yes. at the Spider-Man yes. who said like, that's how I've been feeling. So. Yes, yes, yes. No, that's a really good point. And I, I've never. This really just like yeah, in my this clicks. I've never thought okay, it does. I've never thought about shame this way, but um, you know, it's it makes me think that it is such a it's a feeling that lives very deep in capitalism and in our you know racialized and sexualized society. It's very interesting. Like yeah, so many experiences that I have felt shame have been about my body because my body is sexualized as a woman, and there are certain expectations, yeah. standards for bodies, and like ooh, that is so interesting. For my sociology and psychology majors or professionals that are listening, somebody write a book on this shit because yeah. I would read I would read a book about shame. Maybe <laughs> I should write one. You should. Shame. <sighs> Sophie, if you are listening, maybe we should write a book about shame. <laughs> you guys should. Then it could be turned yes. into a movie and I could play Perfect. the main character. Nick, it's not about you. Shame. <laughs> <laughs> we open to Nick ringing the bell on Kaylee. <laughs> shame. shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm shaming you. That'd be amazing. Nick! That'd be a good one. <laughs>
Anyway, ugh. Uh, Whoa, I'm so happy that we were back. That was such yeah, a good episode. That was a really good episode. Yes, I love you so much. I love can't you believe too. I talked about, can't believe I talked about anal. Shoot, <laughs> I know. I didn't see that going that way. <laughs> well, everybody, we are going to be changing to one show a week. Right, Kaylee? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So we're not really, we're not, we're going to try it on Thursdays. So we'll have the show up on Fridays. If it doesn't work, we might just switch to Sunday. So we're not really sure. So please be flexible with us. Thank you. Um, but mm-hmm. wherever you're listening, please follow and subscribe. And thank you so much. See you guys later. Thank you.